0: Working with flyers, when you just zone out, you put your music on and you just chat. Well, Excuse me, is this your taxi?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't mistake their anthology, a girls' love hundred podcast from The Record Doctor.
2: Whenever you're ready.
1: Hello, my love machines, and welcome to the Girls Aloud podcast. I am, of course, your host, Adam Eve, and by God, when I tell you I've recorded this bloody intro a million times, I'm kind of not exaggerating. (laughs) Haven't we all had quite the news cycle, my fellow Alouders? I am, of course, going to be getting into all things the Girls Aloud reunion very, very soon on the episode. But I also just wanted to cover the other glorious things that I've got lined up this month... ...that I had lined up this month before all this news came along. In just mere minutes, I'll be joined in the virtual studio by my fellow This Is Disco co-host, Eliza Day... ...as we kind of connect the dots between the worlds of Minogue and Aloud. We also wanted to get together to share a few moments from previous episodes of This Is Disco... ...where interview guests have talked about Girls Aloud... And you'll actually be hearing from one upcoming interview as well from This Is Disco, because tonight you'll be hearing from not only songwriting legends a Black Cell, but also Karen Poole talking about their track with Girls Aloud on Around. But we will also be hearing from the incredible Peter Lorraine from Fascination Management, who, as you all know, played such a huge, huge role in the girl's story. So I'm incredibly excited for you to hear all of that as well. I'm going to be organising a little chat for a future episode with the wonderful hair and makeup goddess Liz Martins soon as well, so that we can get into the glamour of Girls Aloud. But in the meantime, you can catch the latest episode of This Is Disco, where we talk to Liz about... About her work with Danny Minogue. But on top of all that, this episode I will also be joined by returning special guest Ed Pitts from the Pivotal Pop Podcast as we had a bit of a chin wag relating to the reunion rumours. Now, look, you see, we recorded our little bit on Monday when the rumours very much were still just verified by the sun. So I mean, you can understand our concern there. (laughs) I, of course, have a lot to say now that we've had official confirmation of not only the reunion itself, but also what we're getting for it. However, in the spirit of continuity, won't you join me in the Doctor's TARDIS as we roll back the rivers in time and go off like a love bomb, oh God, back to Monday of this week (laughs) for Ed and I's pre-confirmation chat on the girls' Getting back together. Please welcome onto the podcast once again, the absolutely wonderful Ed Pitts from the Pivotal Pop podcast. Hello, legend. How are you going, Dal?
3: Hello, I'm great, thanks. I'm so excited to be back chatting our favourite girls together.
1: Oh, it's so good to have you back. And on an interesting turn of events, one would say. Hmm?
3: Absolutely. It still breaks my heart a little bit to hear you say alleged. I'd rather it was confirmed. I but. Uh, <laughs>
1: I know. Now, look, at the time of recording, this had not been confirmed in any official capacity and has only been reported by a tabloid, The Sun. Uh, Australian fans may know a little bit about The Sun, but, you know, our UK listeners are definitely across uh, the kind of rag that The Sun is, and... (laughs) just uh, put it into perspective, they've been posting stories about a Spice Girls reunion every couple of months since their tour ended. So, with a grain of salt, a lot of us have said, you know, this alleged news is to be taken. However, it does appear that our girls are reuniting and have some mega plans for 2024, all but set in stone. So, from The Sun, and this is what they have reported, and I quote... The pop superstars secretly returned at a North London studio to shoot the music video for their first single in 11 years. Cheryl, Nadine, Kimberly, and Nicola have dedicated the new song to bandmate Sarah Harding. The music source says this has been one of the best-kept secrets in pop, but it's actually happening now. The girls really came back together as friends to rally around when Sarah died, and it repaired some of the old rifts and put things into perspective. They've got a new single and a video in the can, plans for a full record of new music, and for the fans, the most exciting thing will be a massive reunion tour in 2024. It's going to be huge and they're all very excited to be back working together, even if there is a bittersweet element to it. Of course, whatever they do, there will always be nods to Sarah's contribution to the group as well. The four bandmates arrived in separate cars at a North London studio, wearing caps and shades to avoid being recognised in the video for their new single, sees the girls playing superhero characters complete with Wonder Woman-style costumes and capes. Now, Ed, there's quite a lot to unpack here.
3: I was gonna say, it's very detailed for a rumor. Um, My hopes are high. Like, I mean, it's been 11 years of, of rumors, media hype, fan crackpot theories, but this feels legit, doesn't it?
1: It really does. And Sarah's birthday's coming up soon. And someone also said that apparently Nadine let it slip over the weekend that big news was coming on the 23rd. Oh, wow. At, like, one of her public appearances or, like, the gig that she did last weekend. So uh, whether that's true or not, and that's whether that's just something that's floating around the internet as well, who knows? But it, it wouldn't surprise me if we'll have... Maybe some confirmation by then.
3: True, and look, you know, this does raise as many questions as it does answers. Like, I'm, I'm desperate tonight. Is it going to be a ballad or a banger? Like, do they feel that they need to tribute her by something by doing a, about a, a ballad? I, I kind of hope not.
1: I think the best type of tribute to Sarah and the group that they were would be to put out an absolutely undeniable banger
3: i couldn't have put it better myself um sarah's spirit and her energy and her you know she was uh, she had such an edge to her and i think dropping another beautiful because you loved me would probably be the worst thing they could do right now (laughs) i think ariana did it quite well you know a lot of people after the manchester attacks expected her to drop a ballad and something that was a bit of a tribute and you know it started off that way and she led us down a path and it ended up being a banger a, a way of saying We don't let them win, we still dance, we still sing, we still have a great time.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So there's definitely room for them to go down that road. And I think also with the, maybe if the Wonder Woman superhero element of the video is true, I'm hoping that they wouldn't do something like that for a ballad.
3: Absolutely, good point. And that also raises another question is, um, what do you think the tour is going to look like if they do one?
1: I don't know, because I've thought about this before, whether I think it would be too hard for them if they had like a an ABBA Voyage element to it where Sarah was on the stage with them.
3: Yes, um, the ABBA Voyage technology feels right if they're still alive and they're just emulating younger people, but I think there's something a bit creepy about bringing the dead back to life, isn't there?
1: Yeah, definitely. So... I'm wondering, I'm guessing that the girls will maybe take, they'll sort of distribute the lines amongst themselves. But it also, I guess, brings up the point that a lot of people are saying that Girls Aloud are not Girls Aloud without Sarah, but we wish you luck. And I guess for me, the thing, I can totally understand why some fans are saying that. And I guess the reason why it's not that way for me personally is because if the rumors in that story are true this is something that the four girls promised sarah because she asked them to do it before she passed away and if that's the case then i still feel like sarah is just as much a part of this reunion as she possibly can be because it seems like it's come from her for them to do it
3: absolutely and i think it's not a situation like jerry leaving this was a very tragic you know a very tragic situation that really is it's either the end of it or forever, or they find a 2.0.
1: Yeah, and a lot of acts have done the 2.0, you know. I mean, look at S Club. They lost uh, a, a member this year, and they yeah. continued on with the tour. So there's there's a lot of that around in the pop world, but I guess because Girls Aloud were such a giant mega force, especially in the UK, mm-hmm. people are probably finding it a bit hard to grapple with that side of it.
3: Yeah, for sure. And look... I'm so excited, I feel like with other um regroups like the spice girls we've been burnt with headlines whereas these girls when they came back with um with something new and every now and then and like these were and on the metro like these were some of their best work so i'm really really excited to see what they're they're gonna bring us
1: i am very very excited i'm hoping that it's uh, lots of xenomania stuff as well
3: oh yes please who are timeless so you know their music's gonna be sound as fresh now as it did 20 years ago
1: exactly exactly and i noticed also a twitter friend of the pod ian jack asked when this all came out is it a coincidence that the bbc is uploading loads of girls Aloud related stuff all of a sudden and seeing the uploads for myself it definitely feels like this is seriously legit oh
3: i can't wait <laughs> i
1: know, I, know. I, I don't want to be disappointed and there is a part of me that you know is keeps holding on to that you know it could just be alleged but should this You know, what if it isn't bullshit? Like, what if this is the real thing? What if we're finally about to get our first Girls allowed single in 11 years? It's crazy. I I think,
3: like, I've read so much about it on Twitter in the last couple of weeks that I actually have convinced myself that it's already happening, regardless of the confirmation.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, if the girls are ready, then obviously so am I. I've said this before on the podcast that if the girls are ever up for a reunion as long as it's on their terms and that it's something that they're comfortable with doing, then I'm cool with that as well. I guess, really, to have, like, for us, the the greatest modern pop group of all time reuniting to bring us even more love and joy, on top of the incredible legacy of the last, like, 20-plus years. I don't know, the timing just feels right, and I think we can all agree that the best kind of tribute to Sarah, like we said, is for our four heroines to reunite, and rock out in her honor
3: absolutely and to what extent would you like to see this would you like a you know a song an album a, oh. a kind of indefinite see where it goes
1: yeah i'd love a kind of indefinite see where it goes do these a single album go on the tour maybe take a bit of time off come back again yeah. i mean there's always going to be a market for girls allowed reuniting especially now and absolutely I don't think that there's there's any way that they could m- misstep that, if that makes any sense.
3: Totally. And we saw, not even a year ago, um, MKS or Sugar Babes, sorry, I should call them. Um, they came back and did pretty much exactly what we wanted from them. And it was a smashing success. And now they've got another album coming out.
1: Right. I mean, they even managed to tour Australia at the start of the year as well, which was... Oh, which I
3: saw. It was the, incredible. Yeah,
1: it was an amazing show. It was the first time that they've performed in Australia since Rumba. Yeah, that's right. It takes you back. That's crazy. So I- in the hopes, that I'm hoping that this reunion will generate uh, a lot of excitement for the girls being back together again and hopefully bump up those uh, vinyl releases as well because I think we're getting what will the neighbours say next.
3: Yes, and hopefully, potentially, an Australian tour, which I very much doubt... Um, i don't think it's been quite the same since they performed biology well we've been left on red by them ever since so hopefully we
2: get it
1: we get something just a, just a crumb i know anything because at the moment everyone's like oh my god adam you're gonna have to update your passport and i'm like I don't even have enough money to update my passport. Let alone buy a ticket to the UK to go see them on a reunion tour. So I'm a bit fucked in that sense at the moment. <laughs> right, I'm hoping everyone listening can um, uh, ma- help us manifest some, uh, some money good luck for me so that I can get my ass over to the UK when this tour happens. <laughs> very, very exciting. I'm excited, obviously cautious because of the source. However, I am now a little less cautious because of the BBC's mega postings, and also hearing the, the rumour that Nadine let some news slip about a possible date some news was coming.
3: Oh, loose lips, Nadine.
1: Oh, grab your passport, girl. We're <laughs> <laughs> going on a world tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what do you want to see most out of this?
3: Oh, God. I mean, look, I'm I'm going to be grateful for anything, to be honest, but I really, really hope that they stick to their guns and they release something that is just a banger. That's what they're most famous for. Um, I think it will be the most fitting tribute for Sarah. And, um, you know, if it's just a once off, then great. If it's a forever thing, let's do it.
1: Yep, definitely, definitely. I am excited to see what happens. Obviously, we'll keep you updated here on the podcast. I think things are going to get a little bit busier here on the podcast over the next few months as this sort of all unravels and I'm going to try and keep up with it as fast as possible.
3: (laughs) Well, I'm going to be watching your Twitter like a hawk for your responses for this, so I'm very excited.
1: (laughs) Listen, I want to thank you, Ed, so, so much for coming back onto the podcast. I'm going to have you back on again in the future soon for a proper full-length one, but I just wanted to uh, get you on so that we could have a chat about this amazing news because I certainly couldn't release this new episode without at least mentioning it and i thought it would be best to have someone to chat to or bounce off so it wasn't just me going oh my god i can't believe I get it back together."
3: no i love it this conversation is one step closer to manifesting exactly what we want out of it so i love it
1: exactly exactly <laughs> uh, well where can the lovely people find you online and on uh pivotal pop as well yeah you can find me you can we uh we're getting gearing up for season two of
3: pivotal pop um uh, which we're very excited about so have a look online or we're, we're on the key socials and um You can follow my ramblings at Pitch Worldwide, P-I-T-T Worldwide.
1: Amazing. Ed, thank you again so much for joining me on the Girls Aloud podcast. I'd like to have you back again soon in the future. And uh, I'm looking forward to chatting with you about all this when it explodes.
3: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lovely. Um, I look forward to speaking to you again soon on more Girls Aloud stuff. (laughs)
1: So, that was the wonderful Ed Pitts and I chatting about the girls getting back together this Gone Monday. Obviously, at the time of recording this, we've, of course, had official confirmation that the girls have reformed to go on tour through the UK and Ireland in 2024 with the Girls Aloud show. Alright, so let's first of all talk about that fantastic to a trailer. Uh, Incredible stuff. Watching the girls stomp through traffic as they get a closer look at themselves on the drive-in screen just in the middle of a highway. And look, we love a nod to the promise video. Uh, The girls also look incredible, happy, ready to celebrate their incredible legacy And look, I'd be lying if I didn't say that I may have shed a tear of joy or 20 watching the trailer today on a loop. So, what do we know? Well, starting mid-May and going through until the end of June 2024... Girls Aloud will kick off their upcoming arena tour in Dublin before moving through to Belfast, Manchester, Cardiff, Newcastle, Aberdeen, Glasgow, Nottingham, Leeds, Birmingham and London before closing the tour off in Liverpool. The girls have also had a sit down with British Vogue to chat all about the upcoming tour and it's a very insightful read. I highly recommend that you check it out if you haven't already, but I will share a couple of snippets from the pen. Uh, first one quote so it's official the most successful girl band of the noughties who garnered more than 5 million in album sales a record breaking run of 20 consecutive top 10 singles four number ones and a Brit award will be reuniting for an arena tour in the summer of 2024 I swear to God, I cannot for the life of me remember how we even came to this decision, says Nadine. I just remember diaries being sent through and thinking, oh well, here we are. Suddenly I'm getting all these emails about flying around the roof of the O2 again. She sounds genuinely flabbergasted. It has, after all, been 10 years since Girls Aloud last gave us an interview and 20 years since their first appearance on Popstars The Rivals. Just don't call it a comeback, Cheryl adds with a laugh. I see it more as a celebration of a milestone. And listen, it's going to be unreal, and it's going to be the nostalgia of your life. End quote. Well, fuck me. Pardon my my swears, but... That's amazing. We've also had confirmation that the girls haven't recorded any new music. Uh, again, in this British Vogue article, quote, We couldn't, Cheryl says, because Sarah wouldn't be included in that newness. This is about celebrating the 20 years we've all had. So the tour has got to be inclusive of Sarah because she's such a massive part of our makeup. It will never feel like the old girls allowed again, but we've reached a point where we feel ready to celebrate all of it. Sarah included. End quote. And, my God, listen, that is 100% understandable, but it does make me wonder, they've not recorded any new music, that's more than fine, but there's surely a lot of great finished or near-finished stuff in the Xenomania Vaults that do include Sarah. I don't know, but I think that's maybe the only way that we could maybe ever get new music from the girls. Stuff from the vaults. I don't know. I could also be highly delusional in thinking this could ever be the case, but a dream is a dream, my friends. (laughs) Regardless of whether there's any vault releases or not, I am so, so happy to see the girls together again, ready to celebrate and ready to do what they do best be girls allowed. I'm incredibly excited for all of you as well. It's no secret that the majority of the listeners of this pod are from the UK and Ireland. So I'm gathering every last one of you listening right now will indeed be going, and perhaps to multiple dates. And listen, I am ready to take in all of your roving reporting for me on the ground when the time comes so I can share those reports with the people here on the pod who maybe aren't from those countries. You know, this news has... An even harder dose of bittersweetness for a lot of us. Sarah no longer being with us, of course, being the most devastating... Uh, I definitely also had a bit of a mini-menti breakdown about an hour after I woke up to the news because I very much doubt that I'll actually be able to join any of you for any dates of the show. I'm unfortunately not working at the moment as the assignment I was on came to an end and because of my spinal injury, it's just a lot harder for me to you know, walk into a new job and hope that I'd be able to do the entire thing from home. So yeah, look, it's all a bit of a shit show, frankly. And uh, after the joy of the news sort of washed over me, So did heaving bouts of depression. (laughs) But listen, I know I'm one of many in the same or similar boats in countries that are not the UK and Ireland. So again, I'm just really, really happy to see the girls together again because they really are the greatest girl band of all time and the greatest pop group of the 21st century. So it just feels correct that they're together again. (laughs) Uh, Definitely spare a thought for those of us who've been Very, very excited by today's news, even whilst knowing full well we're not actually going to be going to a single show. (laughs) But for those of you who are going, tickets go on sale, I believe, December the 1st. Uh, I do think there's also a pre-sale happening as well. Uh, head on over to the girls' official website, which is www.girlsallowed.com and clickety-click for more info. <laughs> but I do think that it's finally time that I welcomed my next special guest into the studio. It is an absolute honour to welcome onto the podcast, long-awaited welcome onto the podcast, I think. The wonderful Ms. Eliza Day. Hello, darling, from This Is Disco. How are you?
0: I'm very excited to be here. And uh, as I was saying before, we uh, went on air, as it were, uh, a little disoriented. Like, right. same virtual studio, but just, oh <laughs> though. don't know what Sli- I'm doing.
1: <laughs> slightly different setting, I understand. Yes.
0: <laughs> no, no song puns, ready to go. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, for those of you who don't know, and I'm sure you all do, but I co-host a really amazing Danny and Kylie Minogue podcast with this wonderful woman here. And in our travels, especially over the last year, we've spoken to quite a lot of amazing people in connection to both of the ladies and one thing that we've noticed that comes up in quite a lot of interviews whether it's brought up by me or them themselves (laughs) is of course girls Mm allowed the the, the worlds are very connected as it Mm. would seem
0: yeah like it's i always think of the uk pop world as like this you know enormous sort of behemoth thing and every time we speak to someone it's seems like such a small world like everyone right. kind of knows each other they've all worked on the kind of the same different things and it's it's really lovely it feels like it's just such good vibes everyone is so lovely I think is also oh, the biggest takeaway.
1: Absolutely absolutely and you will get to hear some of those people in this episode tonight that are uh, our first guests for this uh, mini. Girlapalooza <laughs> is the incredible songwriting icons Corpia Blacksell and Karen Poole talking about the track that they did with Girls Aloud on Around.
2: I can, I can barely remember that song guys. You're going to have to take this one like, I don't really remember that song. What? How do we even
4: what? That, what, that we one is <laughs> I, that's That one is one of my favourites. We So good. The three of us. Such a good (laughs) track. Yeah. It's really Um, cool. That's the one I feel like, when it comes to the production and the song itself, it's still seen, it it could have been released today. No no doubt. It's really cool, I think. How did we write that one?
2: Like, what's the history with that one? When did we write
4: that one? That I don't remember, but. (laughs) (laughs) It was released
1: in 2003.
4: Yeah, so everything—it's—it's it's all in the same kind of mm. timeline. Right. Yeah, right. you know. I mean, obviously, the my feeling of our sessions is that they've always been very special. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. it's been like effortless. Probably a bit of drama that I don't even remember, but <laughs> but um, I nice think
2: always drama.
4: Always drama, of, yeah, of course. But 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 it feels like it's always been like very special in in the studio, and the mm-hmm. result has been like very. I don't think that we struggle that much in our sessions, uh, which you do with some writers. Even if the results yeah. come out, then it's good. But it's always been like fun, and you know respectful and nice yeah well, yeah i think
0: it was me matthias always sort of sat down and had kind of long positive dialogues about the inspirations and you know about the whys and and why we're doing this track and what, what what should be the angle should be the angle of the artist and just try to come left out of that you know and i think with on the round it was it was a huge inspiration to to go back to ant music you know bow, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. Bow, wow, and adam and the ants and kind of mix it up with some yeah again the club influences and it's really sort of punk it up right I think also sort
1: of william, william Morbit
0: played a bit of a role in you know
5: in the right. inspiration of the time okay you know, i can just
1: so hear that. that that's yeah that's oh. fascinating it's a huge huge fan favorite it's one that's always oh. mentioned as one of the bigger b-side moments from all of mm. the fans so yeah that rollicking intro is just gets you all excited it's it, it does what poppy is exposed to do you know fires you up and <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: did we write that one with them guys can you remember
4: nope. that no 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 they they just they came to the studio and recorded it and it was like you know trying to fit five person on one track <laughs> right. yeah Or yeah. it six. i don't remember but yeah, yeah. it was really.
2: like Right at the very beginning of uh, Girls Aloud, I went down to the TV set, like to the. Basically, I got invited down. They were going to do one of my songs on the show, and it was like the week before Cheryl got in,
4: right. so Javine
2: was still in and yeah, yeah, Cheryl was. Yeah, yeah. Still in. Right. and I remember thinking, I love Cheryl. I really hope she gets in, Definitely. and um she was going on oh, no, and i'm not definitely not going to get in i'm not going to be in the, sh-, you know so there's no point in me really doing this because i'm not going to be in it and i was like you're great babe you're definitely yeah, going to yeah. be in wow and um yeah she i can't remember who she replaced or what how it happened at the end but i do remember her saying i don't think i'm going to be in the band and the rest of the girls were like yes you are you're going to be in the band and then sure enough the following saturday she got in the band, in the band <laughs> so, yeah. but that was really early on and um but I don't remember like the path of on a, um, whatever on a round. song yeah. on around. I don't remember the, the path of that with, uh, with in, in the sort of path of that. Did, did it come later on around? Was it a B side to a specific single, or
1: was it b side to No Good Advice single? Number okay, two. yeah, oh. yeah. So it was at probably like the most hectic time for them because yeah. they were sort of like going into the second single and there was a lot of stuff going on in the press and whatnot so yeah I, yeah, I think it would have been pretty chaotic so yeah
2: yeah. i just loved girls Aloud. i thought they were so incredible um yeah my i think favorite, they should get
1: back to <laughs> yes my favorite band <laughs> yes. of, yeah they're my favorite band of all time I, I know. yeah i love 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 them um
2: god bless sarah i mean god she was bless just sarah.
1: Yeah. yeah i can't believe it's it was just the, the an anniversary just the other day like it's just oh crazy. so sad
2: so so crazy mm. yeah that's why we live for the moment guys and um, yes. uh, just remember how much good times we had you know because it was yeah. so so fun
1: yeah but I agree with you Karen I think they should get back together i, I think they will <laughs> yeah. when the time I guess for them is right but yeah I think everyone would love to see something something
2: yeah because yeah. like sugar babes back together and that's doing really well they're like playing the o2 and mm-hmm. you know it's like a time for kind of that uh a bit of reunions you know I think, I think it's so. uh I think it's a really positive thing if you know, it's the right song and Yep. And the right mindset. It's like sky high. You know, the limits are sky high, aren't they, with those yeah. situations? Oh, definitely. They're all
1: such brilliant stars. Oh, we love all of them. Complete legends. and yes. uh, So make sure you check out the episode where we chat to them in full as well of This Is Disco. Because. Great, great episode, if I do say so myself.
0: Yes, and Karen just uh, has one of the best tracks on Tension, Just Imagine, as we agreed upon in that episode. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yes, that is true. (laughs) Well, this final virtual guest is another upcoming episode of This Is Disco, and I'm just really excited to present this because Mm. Peter Lorraine is such a huge huge name in the uk music scene music in general and was one of the biggest champions for girls aloud from the very beginning and very much involved in mm. the whole process so this is a little bit about peter chatting about girls Aloud. funnily enough uh, eliza mentioned you know you've been mentioned quite a lot On the podcast here you've also been mentioned quite a lot recently by terry on my girls allowed podcast as well so there's been a lot of crossover between the two stories which has been really fascinating tonight to hear but like that era was phenomenal for me and i remember funnily enough talking about the photo thing i remember the girls coming to australia for the biology promo tour and coming to Melbourne. And Ben and I were just gonna storm the Channel 10 studios and be like, we demand to see Girls Aloud. And we didn't have to do it because as we were walking up to the studios, they were walking out of the hotel next door with Hillary. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, so it all worked out perfectly. And I got a photo and I got to put it on my MySpace photo on my MySpace profile. Oh, brilliant
5: Amazing. Oh, it's nice that you put up Girls Aloud actually, because today, is yes. the sadly is the anniversary of Sarah's Sarah's passing so yeah. um, we've all messaged each other today and I've spoken to Sarah's mum and stuff um, right. mm. so
1: yeah.
5: it's a yeah a day that they're very much in my mind and lots of other people too yeah. today
1: mm. yeah definitely it definitely was um what spurred me on Eliza can attest to it as well but that's what spurred me on to start the podcast because I was like more people need to be talking about the girls music and their work but I won't talk about Girls Aloud now. This is uh, that's, that's for another <laughs> podcast. Oh, wait, come on! If you come wait, wait, on, on. If completely completely come on. <laughs> you have a Girls Aloud podcast as well. Yeah, yeah, I do. I have a Girls yes. Loud podcast. Terry's <laughs> been on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Podcast. What's your podcast called? It's actually just called Girls Aloud Podcast. Uh, you can't mistake their anthology. Okay, so is this? Do you know
5: Mark Wood from Universal? Okay, so Mark, I'm sure, it must be it must be the, the same podcast. But Mark, for ages, has been emailing me. You must listen to this. It's great. It's great. It's great. And I oh, as yet haven't done. That. <laughs> I'm sure it's probably yours. But anyway, maybe we can talk another time and we can help with yes. stuff. I'm sure. One of the really nice things about Girls Aloud was that. Sorry, really going off on a tangent here, but there were there was this, there was a really small handful of people at the record company that really loved them and we worked. So hard and went out and killed for them, and mm. we're kind of, kind of like left to our own devices just to get on with it a bit. Which is sometimes when it works better because you don't have too many people kind of pulling apart your ideas or querying why that photo or why they're dressed like this All or right. why you with that single. And so to just have like fun ideas and say, oh, we should do this, and then we do it, and next thing yeah. is being released. You know, so. It was a very good time there, a very good time. So talking of lovely Sarah Harding, I worked with the other Gaza Lab members and a and a team of people, Hilary Shaw included, on, um, we threw a gala night to raise money for the hospital that um, Sarah was cared for by um, and her oncologist um, is leading a new research project and one of her, Sarah's, as dying wishes was look if you could do anything to help raise some funds to help finance this that would be great so this little kind of team of us got together um to throw this 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 gala night and i have to say my god as an idea it sounded oh yeah we can do that not a problem (laughs) so incredibly difficult um with out, any experience, and you're phoning so many people to ask favors of them, and no one's around, or people don't want to come, and they trying to sell tables and whatever. And um, Kylie was in, I think, Australia at the time, but she supplied all the wine for the night,
0: oh,
5: and um, and uh, we had like the the pink, the prosecco or champagne? It's like the, oh, the, the yeah. really, it, it was the really it was a really good one as well. Funny, yeah. so all the yeah. tables oh, on, nice. on the night because. Oh, i think there was a few days to go and it was like this would be helpful rather than getting a bill at the end of the night and uh, and the message came through from her like saying oh, i'd like to i'd like to do that and so yeah she very kindly the, the, the kylie wine and prosecco and champagne flowed flowed all night which was oh, super kind of her to to do that for us it's
1: very kind how differently do you see the pop world changing or has changed rather when it comes to promoting pop artists compared to those days of what we we're talking about like of the CD1 and CD2 single sets and when there was a lot more television morning opportunity as well for artists to perform on I mean it was it was it was it was
5: very different um you know pre streaming you know the singles chart could be your, your chart position really could be a result of like, you know, how many people had you driven into a store to buy those, the, those CD singles? And that was very marketable, mm. you know, so say with like a girls allowed release, you know, you would want to make sure that you were single of the week at Woolworths, which by the way, you used to pay for. So okay. that would be a piece of racking that would mean for this amount of money you would get, all the CDs right across the top when everyone else just had one but you got the lot and they then you would get an advert in a music magazine and then you get a tv ad on the box as well single of the week at oh, all this week is girls um so you'd have this kind of sheet of like 25 targets going into a pop release and you'd work your way through it as to how many of those things you could get of which Single of the week at Woolworths was one. Could you be, like, number one on the box, which was the music channel where the video was voted for? And, you know, how clever was your formatting? Did you have unreleased stuff on your formatting? Could you do a store signing? The list was, like, Mm. huge. Um, But you look to a world of streaming now where you need to stream millions (laughs) in a week to get your gain yourself a chart position you can't like drive that many people to it by you know an equivalent of a store signing or Mm. what have you so um it's 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 completely different and the and the avenues of how you you know television there's fewer places to appear fewer people watch Mm. few people listen to radio although it's still very important and so you know it's really a lot of time spent concentrating on the Spotify, Apple platforms, etc., and where you can get your song positioned. How many playlists can you get it on? How many more people can you introduce it to, et cetera? Mm. Are you on New Music Friday? How far on the list are you? Yeah. Um, very, a very different world.
1: Really, really amazing stuff there. It was really lovely also to hear about uh, Kylie. Mm. The true stunning queen that she is, and donating all of that Kylie wine for the uh, benefit in Sarah's name. So, Mm -hmm. just thank you again. You can hear that full episode before the end of the year. Am I right, Eliza? Yes,
0: I think that's a lot on this is (laughs) disco schedule. But uh, yes, yes. What he was just the loveliest man. I just what a sweetheart. And a huge thank you to uh, Danielle Jane for Mm -hmm. connecting us
1: with right this angel. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, before we do wrap things up on this episode, mm. we're darling Eliza. Yes. Where can everyone find you and this is disco on socials
0: oh well you can find me at ms eliza day on twitter and instagram technically and tiktok but i don't know what i'm doing on that so right. you know
1: Same.
0: lower your expectations before you head to my tiktok right. and this is disco is at this is disco on twitter and instagram and at this is disco podcast on tiktok Again, don't really know what I'm doing there, but, you know, just dipping my toe back in, trying to navigate it and keep up with the youths.
1: Yes, yes. (laughs) Anyway, thank you very much once again, my darling, for joining me on the podcast. It has been an absolute delight to have you on. And uh, everyone go out there and listen to us on This Is Disco.
0: I was about to say the little sign after This Is Disco, but this is not the right place. I should have come up with the girls (laughs) allowed (laughs) one.
1: Oh, quickly before we do go. <laughs> yes. What's your favorite Girls Aloud song?
0: Oh, I was thinking about this the other day, actually, and I don't, I don't know if this is like a basic choice or if like this is a standard one. I think no. I've heard other people mention it on mm-hmm. the podcast. Call the shots. Didn't even have to think twice about that. Of and I, in fact, I feel like some minogue connected people have answered that. Was it Terry or Steve?
1: Was it both? I think both. Yes. <laughs> so
0: yeah, there's something about that that feels correct that right. that that would be my favorite song and people that are connected to minogue's something there aligns and i don't know right, what it is
1: right. <laughs> yeah it's just a gorgeous gorgeous song oh yeah perfect perfect selection
0: oh, it, is that okay i feel like i need oh, to like of
1: course uh, seek approval That's thing. It's, validation no, it's, <laughs> it's so and it's so many it's like my second okay. not my third it's like my number three sorry but it's so many people's number one is it Okay, I feel feel kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a (laughs) great selection. (laughs) Okay, cool. Oh, amazing. Thank you again, darling.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Incredible stuff from lovely Eliza today. Folks, I will be back very soon. A few ideas up my sleeve. But, of course, if there's any more news that comes surrounding this 2024 tour and the reunion, I will possibly make a follow-up mini-episode. I mean, who knows? Who knows? But, my God, what a glorious day in the fandom it has been! Now, don't forget, uh, you can catch me on my weekly radio show, The Record Doctor, which is every Thursday night on Mixcloud. I have had the last two weeks off. I got a new puppy last week. Very, uh, it was very, very last minute and not planned at all. I'm supposed to be was supposed to be getting a new puppy in the new year. But this was sort of like an all-or-nothing, like we either adopt her now or not. And we decided to adopt her, and she's absolutely wonderful. She's been a bit of a handful, but I really, really love her. And anyway, so that was why I've had the last two weeks off from The Record Doctor. But I'll be back next week. As per usual, Mixcloud.com forward slash The Record Doctor. And you can also download the Mixcloud app. Your smartphone. Uh, you can also catch me across all of the socials at Adam Disco. A D E M D I S C O at Girls Aloud Podcast and at The Record Doctor. You can also listen to Eliza Day and I's Danny and Kylie Minogue podcast This Is Disco which is at This Is Disco on the socials. (laughs) But until next time my darling Alouders this is Adam Eve signing off for one of the most important months in the Girls Aloud fandom and of the podcast ever. Bye.
2: Is you Can't Mistake Their Anthology, a Girls Aloud commentary podcast from The Record Doctor.